open your ear holes to the greatness that is the Soundscape Sessions. What's up? I'm Mal. That's Trav. What up? Welcome to another episode of the Soundscape Sessions. Oh, TM. <laughs> All rights reserved. Copyright. <laughs> How are you doing today, Trav? Uh, you know, same old. I'm uh, a little tired. I went to the zoo yesterday, Toronto Zoo, that is. And uh, yeah, I saw like everything, and it's like it's a big place. Oh yeah. Oh my god, yeah. What was the highlight animal of your day? Uh, the jellyfish were really, really cool. Uh, we saw the Arctic wolves. Uh, they were also very, very cool. Um, the polar bears were really cool. And, I mean, everything was really cool, but those were the best ones. Uh, the gorillas were also awesome. Yeah. They have, like, a bunch of pictures there telling you like what their names are there's a uh, one guy in there he's one guy you mean gorilla one gorilla he's uh 51 he was born in 72 jesus yeah that gorilla has lived longer than people yes he's lived longer than me he has 18 <laughs> children too man yeah he gets busy he's he's a horny man I wonder if animals are like yo zoos are sick or if they're like hmm I don't know. Some I I feel weird sometimes being there and just seeing them, you know, lay there. It's just like I don't know. How do they feel? Because I do know that some animals live longer in captivity than. Oh yeah, not in sure. captivity. So. For sure, but it's just this whole thing of keeping animals in captivity for the entertainment of humans that I'm kind of not really down with. I get that. One hundred percent. It's like you yeah. know, if you if I want to see like a wolf. Then I want to go and see it, and it's like then I'm natural. gonna go and I'm gonna stay in the middle of the wilderness. I yeah, mean, I mean, yeah, what uh, you know, I get it. I mean, I think it's like just very vain to capture an animal just so I can go into a building and see it. You know, I, I feel like that. I have this theory that in like I don't know, let's say fifty years or something, it's maybe not even fifty years, like ten, twenty years, it's gonna because like uh, what are they called like. Like marine land. Okay. I mean, yeah, marine land's like... But I feel like it's like the same kind of <coughs> principles that close down. I forget. What are they called? Like, no, they're not called water parks, but like, what is marine land called? Like whale, like whale zoos? I have like, a, no, it's like a marine park. I don't yeah. know. Like an aqua. It's like they keep whales and dolphins and stuff and they all discover that like it was absolutely terrible for the animals. Yeah. I feel like we're going to think like people, it's society's going to look back and be like, man, zoos were so fucked up as if we allowed that to happen. Yeah. That's kind of my personal theory on it. We'll see. <laughs> you know, I Will mean, we? yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, you're not wrong. I can't argue, you know, I mean, I went and I had a great time, you know, but I get it, I guess. Yeah, no, it's you definitely, know? um, very intriguing process. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I needed to say I'm, uh, I'm tired. There's so many people there too, man. Like, yeah. oh my god. It was hot yesterday. It was very hot yesterday. So yeah, the sun, the sun always takes a toll, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah. And like, if you're walking around all day, like, I've what I've noticed. So I my sunglasses broke like two weeks ago, and I've been like kind of driving around and going out without sunglasses. And anytime I go out and I come back home, I my eyes feel so tired, and it's like. 
Go get some new sunglasses. No, well, I, that's what I did today. I went out and oh. I got sunglasses. Good, good. But like, <laughs> I never really realized like how t- like how much strain you can put on your eyes just like walking around like uh, in the daylight all day if it's like a really sunny day out. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, so it's like I mean that's like you're, you say you're tired. You're I'm. Were you wearing sunglasses at the zoo yesterday? I was not, and yeah, I didn't so. wear sunblock either. But to be fair, Ooh. we weren't in the sun too too much. Uh, whenever it got like really sunny, we would be we would go into like one of the pavilions and and stay in there. Yeah, and yeah. it was there was a lot of cloud cover yesterday too. So we. True. You know, use it to our best advantage when it was cloudy. We'd go outside and do the big walks and stuff. And then when we actually got to the other place, we would, if it started getting sunny, we would just go bail. Not bail, but just go in where there's bail out of the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, actually, one of the funniest things that happened yesterday when we went uh, and saw the hippos. Yeah. They were like initially laying down when we got there. And then one of them just got up. Walked right in front of everyone, turned around, and then took a huge shit just in front of everybody. <laughs> and I was like, that's amazing. He's probably just like, yeah, you guys want to see something? This is what I think of <laughs> this you. This is what I think of you guys, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was perfect. Yeah. Maybe he, maybe he's like uh, an exhib- an uh, exhibitionist. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, yeah. He just fucking, that's his fetish. He shits oh, in God. front of people. It was, it was funny. All these little kids were just like, he's pooping, mommy. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, God. There's so many people there, though. Yeah. Oh, um, damn. But yeah, it was a good time. Anyways. Uh, wait, wait, wait. What are you listening to this week? This week? Uh, you know, Sleep Token. Uh, What's one thing you're coming back to this week? Like, every time you get in the car, what do you put on? Sleep token, a sight for sewn eyes. Yeah, shout out local Canada hardcore. Uh, local Canada. I was like local Canada. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Canada's local, all right. <laughs> uh, what else? Some counterparts. Uh, Any specific albums? The Sweeney Todd soundtrack. I just got the it Sweeney on vinyl. Todd that was really cool. Um, other than that, no, that's about it. Cool, cool. Yeah. I have uh, recently got, you can't see this, but we don't have video, uh-huh. but I'm wearing a shirt, and so I watch you from afar. Yes, I've yes. been rocking them this week. Last, we were hanging out a couple nights, and I was, uh, and I put on their uh, album Gangs. Fucking love that album. Have Has the best two songs on an album that I've ever heard. Beautiful Universe Master Champion going right into Gangs, starting Never Stopping. It's the one I've shown you a couple times with the video on Audio Tree. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two songs. Fucking bangers, bro. So, yeah, I've just been listening to... And So I Watch You From Afar, and then a couple Between the Buried and Me albums. But, you know, nothing really too crazy. No Veil or anything? No Veil? No, I wasn't too big on the latest Veil album. It was, like, pretty cool, but it wasn't really, like... A lot of it was kind of just, like, pretty standard stuff. True. I was well just because you're going to see them soon, so. Oh yeah, I'm going. Well, I'm going to go see. I got. <laughs> I'm going to have seen. So, I got tickets this week to see Knuckle Puck, and Real Friends, and that'll be the third time this year that I've seen those two bands. <laughs> I saw them in Charlotte, North Carolina. Shout out to my buddy Trevor. Love you. Sup, bud. And. uh 
I, I'm going to go see them in Colorado next week. And yeah, then I'm going to go see them in Toronto, finally, at the end of the year in December. <laughs> well, hey, when you like something. It's just fun. You do it a lot. Fun to go see them live. They're a sick band. Knuckle Puck is dope. Um, yeah, I, have, I, I mean, you've showed me a couple of songs with them. I should probably dive in a little bit more. I've never really listened to Real Friends either. Yeah, they're pretty good. I haven't actually really listened to them. I've listened to them a couple times, but I saw them live, and they were they were really fun. They were really good. That's awesome. All right. Well, this week, there is no album review. Fuck it, we said. This is a bottle episode. That's it. It what? exists in a bottle. <laughs> Help me. I'm in a bottle. I'm an episode in a bottle, baby. Oh, my <laughs> God. This episode is about fun music, not facts. Not, well, they are. Music, I mean, myths. No, myths mean they're not confirmed. Music myth-busting? No, no. no. Well, on Mythbusters, though, sometimes it was true. This is urban legends. Urban legends. But like, like all urban legends, some are true, but a lot are false. Okay. And God knows there's a million of them that exist in the music industry. Okay, so the segment is called Music Urban Legends that some are true, but not all are necessarily (laughs) true. You fucker. (laughs) When you say Urban Legends, people know what you're talking about. Urban Legends. Yeah, you guys remember the fucking show when you used to watch it when you were kids and, you know, they give you the fucking scenario and they'd be like, which one is true? We'll let you know at the end of the show. Kind of like that, except with music facts. Well, they're not facts. Not well, all of them mu- are facts. Not all of them are facts. Music stories. M- mu- music urban legends. Music urban legends. Yes. That might be true or might not be true. We'll see. Okay. Um, since Trav did such a better job than I did with research, he is going to kick it off. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, but wait, I guess we should explain the rules. What's the rules? The rules, because this is like a trivia game, right? So it's like we each bring three music urban legends, and it's two... Two two are false, and one is real. Okay, cool. Yes. Okay. So, uh, this one's just like about a bunch of different artists in general. Okay. Okay. Okay, so the first one, uh, Mama Cass from the Mama and the Papas... Uh, died at the age of 32 from choking on a sandwich after fasting for several days. That's the first one. Okay. B, Celine Dion's iconic song, uh, My Heart Will Go On from the Titanic movie. Uh, she originally uh, like didn't like it, and uh, did so she didn't want to do it, so she just did one take in the studio, and that's it. And that's the song you hear. Okay. C, Sid Vicious, uh, his mom, when transporting his ashes, fell and uh, spilt his ashes in uh, Heathrow Airport uh, on her way to spread them on his ex-girlfriend's grave, Nancy uh, Spungus. Sponges. Spongens. (laughs) Spongens grave. Sorry. I'm terrible with names. Do you want me to do it all again? No, that's fine. <laughs> um, so which one is true? Yes. The last one. 
the last one? Yeah. Okay, so the last one, Sid Vicious is Yeah, yeah, mother. Sid Vicious is uh, It's such a weird... Vicious is, 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 is. Uh, <laughs> That is false. Oh, that damn. That did not happen. Um, which one? Uh, so, I mean, keep going. Which, if you had mm. to take another guess. The first one? False. Damn it. I figured, <laughs> I was like, the second one seems too obviously true. Uh, the second one, it, it's absolutely true. Celine Dion hated the song, didn't want to do it, and James Cameron also didn't even want to use it for fucking Titanic. Wow. And then one of the producers uh, who had worked with her before offered to just record it for her and just like demo it so they could, you know, see how it sounds. And her then husband, who actually passed away, uh, his name is uh, Rene uh, Agili. I'm sorry I'm butchering that last name. A- Angela or whatever. Rene, let's just say. <laughs> Uh, he encouraged her to do it as well. He thought that it was a really good song and pushed her to do it, but she really didn't like the song. So she said, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it once. And then she did it once and just absolutely fucking killed it. And the, what's it called? The version that you hear that we hear today is a, she did it one time and that's it. So technically it's a demo. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I knew she was fucking talented, but, like, that is insane. That is true. 100% true. I actually, now that you mentioned that, it, like, kind of makes me think, like, man, like, if Celine Dion was, like, ever touring or something, I would probably want to go see her, even though I've, like, never listened to any of her music, but I've always, like, really heard that she's, like, an insanely talented singer. Yeah, um, she's got another song, uh, that my dad... Uh, used to love uh, my dad used to love like Celine Dion man he had a record of hers or uh, a CD I guess it was and uh, used to play it all the time but she has this other song that's just like uh, I I think it might be a cover of a song but it's like uh, it's all coming back to me you ever heard that? Mm, I mean maybe but I can't recall but it's all coming back to me well anyways fucking (laughs) but anyways I could uh yeah, no, like, low-key, my dad was, like, a huge Leon Dion, uh, Celine Dion fan back in the day. And, uh, but yeah, so, yeah, okay, there you go. So, you failed the first one. Fuck. <laughs> Let's see if you can nail the second one. The second one might be a little bit easier. Okay. Because it's just about Marilyn Manson. Okay. Okay? Okay, so, A, Marilyn Manson played Paul Pfeiffer on the Wonder Years show. Okay. B... He drinks three Bush beers and a Mickey of vodka before all his shows. Damn. C, while in the studio recording his first LP, uh, Trent Reznor was a producer, and he smashed then-guitar players uh, Daisy uh, Berkowitz, his uh, refinished uh, Fender Jaguar. Oh, wow. I hope that's not true. What do you think? I think the first one's true. The first one? Yeah. Uh, Marilyn Manson did not play Paul Pfeiffer on The Wonder Years, so that is wrong. Okay, now I'm going to say the second one because I really don't want the third one to be true. (laughs) Unfortunately, the third one is true. Oh, my God. And it made me... I always... uh, I have have a lot of respect for Trent Reznor as a producer. I think he's really, really good. He's a really good composer. And the story behind this, I kid you not, when I was, like, researching this, I, like... Marilyn Manson has talked about it in his book and I read like, you know, a a paragraph from the book and he said, uh, 
they were they weren't in the studio. They were in like the smoking room, but there's screens in the smoking room where you could see like the people in the studio. And <laughs> the only two people in the studio at the time were Trent Reznor and Daisy Berkowitz. And they were just sitting there, looked like they were talking. And Daisy goes to Trent, like, you know, shows him his guitar that he's using. And then, like, Trent looks interested, like, oh, can I see it? Can I play it? And then he, like, literally plays it to make it look like he was actually playing it. And then he literally just gets up and smashes it off of a fucking amplifier into pieces and then walked out of the room. What? And why? I don't, it didn't say, he never says why. He just says, we all just like, we're like, what the fuck just happened? And then he's like, and then even on the computer screen, we could see Daisy just sitting there like in total, like what the fuck just happened? You know what I mean? I just showed this guy my guitar and he broke it into pieces. Like I don't get the joke. And then he stormed out of the studio and took a couple of days off or whatever, but yeah, yeah, I, I bet. <laughs> I, I, I real, I think he just did it because like maybe he was he was the producer. He was frustrated with the way the guy was playing guitar. I have no idea, or maybe he thought it was funny. But just the fact that he walked out right afterwards and didn't even like—that's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, damn. That's that's uh that's the music biz. I guess maybe you know twenty four hours of recording just got to him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can definitely see, especially on that scale. I, I, I'm assuming Marilyn Manson was pretty successful at the time he was recording this album. No, it was his very first record. It was his very first yes. record, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I can kind of see, like, Trent Reznor at that time, would he have been established? I mean, they all, like, um, Marilyn Manson, they, it was like Marilyn Manson and... Uh, I can't remember okay. off the top of my head. Well, but anyway. it used to be Marilyn Manson and thus. And thus. And then it just got dropped to Marilyn yeah. Manson. So people knew who Marilyn Manson was already. Yeah. But uh, it wasn't until he put out like his first uh, like LP as Marilyn Manson where he started to get like to the height we know him as. Gotcha. Well, I was just going to say that, like, I could, I guess I could understand, like, if you're Trent Reznor and you're, like, an established and respected musician, and then you kind of have to deal with, like, a band coming in, and maybe they aren't as professional as you might like them to mm-hmm. be, and then, yeah, it's like you're saying, you're recording, like, for 24 hours, it's, I mean, like, I don't have a lot of experience in, like, mixing and mastering and recording, but I've definitely been in a studio and can I understand the tension and dynamic of a studio yeah. When you're there for a very long time and things might not be going well, it can definitely get frustrating. That being said, kind of out of line. Yeah, I mean <laughs> like that sounded like a really nice guitar. I'm a, <laughs> yeah. I'm a I'm a slut for Fender. I fucking oh, love yeah, Fender me too, guitars. Man. Yeah. And it was so, like a refinished like Fender Jaguar bro. like I was like Jaguar too? Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. So disgraceful. Uh, Trent Reznor, if you're listening to you this, you should never smash a guitar, kid. <laughs> ever like seriously <laughs> i couldn't ne- i don't know if i could do it man like never dude, dude even just... when I, I see bands like doing crazy shit with their guitars i'm like don't do that I'm like give it just give it to a kid or yeah. something man like don't smash that why don't you don't smash that like you could make someone's freaking lifetime if you just give it to them insane man but no, no, it's showmanship, bro. Showmanship. showmanship. Well, you were really into the chariot back in the day i know right? but i used to hate when they did that yeah. shit too like it's just stupid. Like, I don't get it. Like, someone made that shit. Unless you're 
fucking like I don't know making them yourself. I guess I don't know. Like, I mean, like I get I get that like you know I see both sides. It's like fun. It's cool. It's energetic. You're just getting into the show and the crowd loves it. But then like. It's like, you know, when you do something in the moment and then afterwards you're like, I probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely and, how and I like, feel. The thing is, is like a guitar is like, you know, I mean, it might be shitty, but like you can still, a guitar is never gone. Dude, like you can fix it to do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. So whereas like, you know, I remember me and my brother when we f- fucking like our first computer that we had, man, like I'm talking like 2001 and it finally crapped out, but we already were like had laptops by then and everything like that. And my brother was just like, mom, can we just like take this thing and like beat the shit out of it with baseball bats? And she was just like, sure. Cause it's like, it's <laughs> done. Like it's done technology. Yeah. Like you're never going to use it again. And that's exactly what we did. And it was, like, so much fucking fun. My mom was like, I'm coming with you, and you're wearing goggles and all that shit. But, like, sure, did you, you can do that. you smash the monitor, too? Oh, we smashed the, the monitor. I feel like that'd like, be the most fun oh, part yeah. to break. Yeah. Like, we just fucking hammered on that Dude, bitch. you know what's hilarious is, like, there are people... Uh, I was actually... I was, when I was at a concert, there were these two dudes who were behind me. And I can't help but, like, eavesdrop on people. It's a terrible habit I have. But they were talking about, like retro old school computers they're both like computer like coders and they were talking about like various like antique software like they're spouting out like oh yeah i picked up like an ms dos 1477 xyz <laughs> at the this pawn shop and it's like cool to like run it and and i was like i i, I like wanted to turn around and be like i'm sorry but can I just be a part of this conversation? <laughs> this is so interesting. Like, uh, no, yeah, that would be a little weird maybe, but, um, yeah, no, I mean, that's funny as fuck. I was just saying like, you, you say you smashed your computer when like today it's like you, you could maybe have sold it for a lot of money. Oh or, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I doubt it though. No, I doubt Yeah, Maybe not a lot of money, but it's just like, it's we're talking computer. about, we're talking about how smashing guitars is bad because you, no, you I get that guitar to someone, but like old school computers, there's a man, there's so many people around nowadays. There's literally a market for anything, for anything. Yeah, man. that's true. It's like, <laughs> I remember the age old joke of not age old, but like the joke of like, Oh, there's a, there's a subreddit for everything. Now I bet you there's like a subreddit for, for water. And it's like, yeah, there is. It's called r slash hydro homies. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, man. Yeah. yeah. You could sell anything now, uh, including this shitty podcast. Yeah, <laughs> three ninety nine a month subscription service. No, no, it's not. It's free. No, it's Please, free. It's, it's free. free. Don't it's listen free. to this crazy fool. Please keep listening. All right, hit me with your facts. All right, mine are definitely not as vetted or, as urban yours. legends. Uh, like you'll be able to probably guess this, so I'll give you three. Uh, you. Uh, Keith Richards snorts his dad's ashes with cocaine. I heard about that one. A black metal legend elected to Norway, Norwegian town council against his will, Uh, and Paul McCartney was killed in a car crash. Oh, gee, well, I'm going to have to go. I'm just kidding. No, no, okay, so here's the the thing. Two of them are true and one of them is false. Oh, okay, so then the first two are true. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Paul McCartney did not die in a car crash. Um, I was... uh, What's it called? I actually, when I was re- researching this shit, I saw this thing yeah. about uh, Keith Richards, and uh, he, it's in an interview. He's just like, yeah. "Yes, 
I ingested my ancestor. <laughs> it's just like so fucking gnarly. The interview I read. The legend grows on this man. Yeah, the interview I read was he says, quote, the strangest thing I ever tried to snort, my father. I snorted my father. He was cremated and I couldn't resist grinding him up with a little bit of blow. My dad wouldn't have cared. He didn't give a shit. It went down pretty well, and I'm still alive, end quote. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but the, the black metal w- legend one is actually pretty funny. So there's this dude, Fenris. He's, the, he's in a band called Dark Throne, and uh, he was asked to be a part of the town council. It was like an 18-person thing. Like, or just He was asked to be a part of like the vote, okay. and he was like, sure, I'll, I'll be a part of the vote. And his campaign was uh, he shared a photo of himself holding his cat, whose name roughly translates to peanut butter, specifically asking people to not vote for him. (laughs) That was his campaign, and he was voted in. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, uh, what's it called? The reverse psychology there. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, So now he will be required to serve as councilman Gilvy Fenris Nagel for four years before stepping down. <laughs> oh, wow. He's probably thinking, fuck. Yeah, exactly. I thought this would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is a terrible idea. <laughs> that's actually, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to my girlfriend, Christina, who told me about that. Yeah, that was a cool fact. Yeah. Uh, so, Paul McCartney was killed in a car crash, though. Like, when you say that, it's like... I actually love these urban legends that when you hear them, you're like, that's not true. But then you like dive into them and it's like hilarious how much like conjecture and research people had done. (laughs) So it's like uh, Paul McCartney was apparently killed in the car crash in either late 1966 or early 1967. Then they replaced him with a lookalike. Um, shortly after the rumor gained steam after the release of Abbey Road with fans finding clues in the band's song and album covers. Um, I think it's like at the end of the song Strawberry Fields Forever, John Lennon says, I buried Paul, seemingly confirming the urban legend, quote. (laughs) Quote. (laughs) Um, And the truth is, John Lennon actually says cranberry sauce. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, I just kind of thought that was a little bit cool. Yeah, I mean, it's funny where where they're born from. You know, yeah, like where the actual legend starts from. Yeah, exactly, like, right. And that's it, right there. Like, someone was like, "Oh my God, did you hear that? He said he buried Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's dead. He's dead." <laughs> <laughs> so I've got another set for you. Um, only wanna, um, yeah, okay. All right, hit me, hit me. All right, all right, all right. So the song Brandy, You're a Fine Girl by The Looking Glass. Uh, So this 1972 pop rock favorite was inspired by Mary Ellis, a woman from New Brunswick, New Jersey, who died in 1828. As per local legend, Ellis fell in love with a sea captain who swore he'd marry her when he returned from his voyage, but he never came back. Um, Yeah. So this is actually funny because if you've ever seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, this, this song and story is mentioned by uh, Kurt, Russell, Kurt Russell's character who's explaining like he's Peter Quill's father and he's explaining why he never came back to his mom because he was like, oh, Brandy, you're a fine girl. But the thing is, uh, the sailor's singing about how he loves uh, Brandy, but like his true love is, is the, the sea. sea. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so that's one urban legend slash fun fact. Uh, this other one is Avril Lavigne was replaced by a robot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And this third one is uh, Nixon killed John Lennon. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Abe is the true one. Nope. Nixon killed John Lennon? <laughs> Avril Lavigne's a robot? They're all false. They're all false. Ah. So the truth actually... Me. The truth, actually, behind Brandy, You're a Fine Girl is uh, while the Looking, Gla- uh, the Looking Glass, the band, are from New Brunswick, uh, singer-guitarist Elliot Lurie claims to have written Brandy partially about his high school girlfriend, Randy. It then morphed into a song about a fictional barmaid, not Mary Ellis, who's right. the woman that, it's ba- that, we, that it was allegedly based on. All right. The quote is, now I, now I have never heard that story, and I have seen it online, and if that story is true, it's a remarkable coincidence. Ah, okay. So I thought that was kind of funny. I didn't look up anything about Avril Lavigne being replaced by a robot. Uh, not worth your time. Um, but I did actually look up su- stuff about Nixon killing John Lennon. And, like, obviously, like, I didn't get too far into this, but Nixon was against John Lennon. He actually tried to get him deported. And oh, yeah, because he was all, like, pro-hippie. Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was, like, give peace a chance. He was very much so against, like, the yeah. war in, yeah. uh, in Vietnam. So there's a couple cool things about here. Like, this dude whose name is, uh, I think it's John Weiner. Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like John Weiner, but it's, I don't think it is pronounced like that. I wouldn't, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't. <laughs> this dude spent 14 years fighting to gain access to the FBI's secret files on John Lennon. Yeah, see, like, right there. No, but this is like that. No, I mean, like, could you imagine this guy in court? Like, we're sorry, Mr. Weiner. We are not <laughs> revealing this to you. <laughs> we take you very seriously, Mr. Weiner. But we need you to get your Weiner out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, this guy wrote a book about the FBI called Give Me Some Truth. Okay. Um,. Uh, it opens with a memo from Senator Storm Thormand to the Nixon White House about an upcoming Beatle tour of the United States. The memo warns that John Lennon might combine rock music with politics and organize young people to vote against Nixon in the 1972 Oh, 100%. Election. Like, I believe that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the 1972 election was going to be the first election in which 18-year-olds had the right to vote. Previously, uh. you had to be 21, but this is going to be the first one where they allowed 18-year-olds to vote. Um, and then, yeah, like... John Lennon was talking with his friends about, like, rallying young people against the, the war. And they actually did play a show in Ann Arbor, Michigan, uh, where he had a bunch of his friends come up and talk about, like, why, why? Like, yeah, exactly. war is bad. Yeah. Surprise. Plot twist. I mean, war. What is it good for? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, there's actually a lot of interesting stuff about this that I would love to dive in, like, maybe later because I kind of just, like, tipped, got the tip of the iceberg. But there's actually a lot of interesting information about this. The FBI actually had a wanted poster for oh. John Lennon where uh, they Damn. said they wanted to arrest him for, like, possession of narcotics so they could they could deport him. So, yeah, pretty pretty cool stuff, even though not not... Nixon didn't kill John Lennon, as far as we know. I'm going to save the police a lot of time. I killed John Lennon. Oh, damn. <laughs> John Lennon. When did he die? I legit don't know. Look, I, I'd have to look that up. I don't know. When did John Lennon I have a, no idea. Die. All I know about it is December 1980. So you there killed you him nine years before you were born. 
Yeah, man. That was a very active fetus. I'm a time traveling uh, murderer. Murderer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I love Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That was that, great. That was fun. Yeah, I mean... There's I like these episodes. Yeah, they are fun. I definitely... Man, like, every time we go in to look at for these myths, um, urban legends, fun facts, whatever you want to call them, I definitely keep on coming into the same ones. So it's like, these are, these, are, these are fun, but I feel like I need to research. I need to, like, find a topic to research and then research it for, like, a month to actually, like... Jesus. Stick around for the uh, five-hour uh, <laughs> podcast on that about one. How f- about Nixon's <laughs> rivalry with John Lennon. We're going to get into it all. Who Nixon yeah. was as a person. Fuck he was not a crook, when he apparently. Nancy, when he met Nancy, all that shit. We're actually... This is going to be a Fran- Frank Nixon. Frank? That's not his name. I know. Richard? <laughs> Fucking Frank. I fucked up, though, too, because I fucking... Uh, Nancy's not his wife. Fucking, that's uh, Reagan's wife. Oh, there you <laughs> yeah. go. Uh, did you... Also, this is another fun fact. Uh, Tom York is Yoda. Tom York? Who the fuck is Tom York? He's the, um, the lead singer of Radiohead, I'm pretty sure. Is Yoda? Oh, oh, oh. We're back on the fucking... I get it. I thought you were like, yo, by the way, man, did you know that Tom York played Yoda? In the fucking upcoming movies? No, like, it's just if you look up Tom York and Yoda on the internet, you find That's him. because he has a weird-looking face and he has a weird eyeball. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so everyone's all like, look at this guy. So you put him on Yoda's body and you can't tell yeah, the difference. Right. That's just people being rude. So That's Tom York is. is Yoda. No. Tom York is Tom York. Tom York is Tom York. And uh, we're going to review the Radiohead album, Kid A. Yes, eventually we'll get there. So <laughs> look forward to that. <laughs> One of their more controversial albums, which is why I think it would make an interesting discussion topic. Okay, sounds good. I'll get on it, folks. (laughs) But other than that, I think we're done here. Peace! Goodbye.